0: This evening, I want us to pray for the nation, and I really want to, I'm believing like what I've just prayed for utterance, and and for you to perceive his will. If we are not careful, the the things that we say many times, they can become a cliche, and they are no revelation to us. It's revelation that changes everything. It's revelation of God's word. Everything may be, so to speak, for illustration purpose, may be black, grey, no life. But when the revelation, when revelation of God's word comes, everything becomes colourful. That's what revelation does. That which had being black, grey, no colour whatsoever, then comes in the, the, the revelation of God's word and everything becomes colorful. So when you find yourself in a place that things are not really working, like the way I've said, everything looks black and gray, know that you need revelation. And revelation is light. When he speaks to you, you're in that same place but you've shifted in the inside of you. When that shift takes place in the inside of you, doesn't matter what you see in front of you, it must change. Dr. Kabadji greeted everyone else, I realized, I didn't, didn't, for those who are here, so if you have just come, I greet you also in the name of Jesus, grace and mercy and peace. But I didn't, I, I greeted everyone else, I realized, I didn't greet you, you're doing well this evening. Good, good, good. So, the situation is right where you are now. You may have a situation that looks like it's not changing. Listen, don't try to change it. Ask the Lord to give you his word concerning that situation. If I was to look at things in the natural in our nation... If I was going to look at them and allow them to penetrate my heart and some things I've had, you know, fast sound information, I'll be depressed. But even this afternoon, in preparing for this, I was praying, and I saw something. Now you have to understand when I tell you I saw. I saw the eyes of faith. It wasn't an open vision. I saw something. I saw myself in the over, right, over, and the, the second heaven. According to Ephesians chapter six, you're going to look at it. And I could see under the second heaven activities of confusion, darkness, lies. But I realize this, I don't live in that realm. I've said this for, for years and until one, one one time, I think last year, I had to I had someone say the same thing, but him, he had had an open heaven. Actually, he says his spirit left and he went to heaven, to the throne room. Remember we watched him? Was it Michael Thompson? I'm forgetting his name. But he watched several, several times. And had seen things over and over again, but sometimes even to explain to people, they think like you've lost your mind. But I'm telling you, I saw something concerning our nation. All those lies and and deceptions and, and confusion, but realize I was above. That's the place of prayer. That's the place of prayer. And I'm going to show you from the scriptures. That's, that place right there is a place of authority. If you pray from that place, is a place of authority. Listen to this. Even if you're two of you, you'll do big, much, much, the kingdom of God. And listen to this what I saw after that. I saw uh, my mind went into brimstone, you know, fire and brimstone. Uh, brimstone. What did I say? Brimstone. Uh, fire and brimstone. And then I could see as I was speaking the words, they were coming on those powers of darkness as fire and brimstone. And then the amazing thing is this I had in my spirit, but they don't know where that is coming from. Listen to this. Because we are hidden with Christ in God. The armor we have is not our own armor. Put on the whole armor of God. It's not our own, own armor. So look at this. I'm give you an example. Let me my... my if, if someone wore my clothes and disguised themselves, I'm using disguise because there's no disguisement in God, and, and they show up, and we are the same height and the same, you know, big muscles like I have, no, just kidding. But, but they are, they were the same height, and they show up. They say, that's Pastor Davis. I'm oh like, that's him. Do you know when you put on the whole arm of God, what happens? We're not disguising ourselves. But listen to this. It's our, ours rightfully in Christ. The devil can not tell. Who, this is himself. He knows the man who defeated him completely in his headquarters. It's not our armor. It's not our name. It's not our authority. Come on now. Let's make the work easy. And not try to, to fight within flesh, with flesh and blood, but to fight the good fight of faith because he's already conquered the enemy. And we can just enter into His victory and place the devil where he belongs. Let's look at the scriptures. We had said in Psalm ninety-five, but the time has passed for that. Let's go (laughs) praying for our nation. Our place in Christ gives us authority to pray with power for our nation. Our place in Christ. Which place? We're in Him. We're in Him that gives us authority to pray with the power for our nation. In fact, look at this. We are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And and when you, you, you remember the scripture there, let's go to James from the Amplified Classic Version, James 5. Our place in Christ gives us power. I mean, gives us authority to pray with power for our nation. We're looking at some, several things later regarding that. Remember, remember in verse, the latter part of verse 16 of James 5, he says, uh, let, Let's start there. Confess to one another, therefore, your faults your slips, your false steps, your offenses, your sins, and and pray also for one another that you may be what? You may be healed, that you may be healed and restored to a spiritual tone of mind mind and heart. That's soundness. The earnest, heartfelt, continued prayer of a righteous man who's a righteous man our place in Christ has made us righteous. Are you seeing that? Yes. Our place in Christ, because again, I tell you, we are not our own. We are in Him. So, our place in Christ has, in, in, has given us authority to pray with the power for a nation. And those are the righteousness of God. We have been made the righteousness of God. And the Bible says, in the, the latter part of this, the honest, heartfelt, continued prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available, dynamic in his walking. Tremendous power available, dynamic in his walking. Where is that coming? It's the dynamic. Uh, a, a tremendous power available, dynamic is in its working. This is being, so to speak, is being. oh, what's the word? Like a dynam dynam. What does it do? It. it uh, I'm looking for a better word instead of saying produce power. You understand? Produce is a layman's language. Yeah. What, what's the word? Ah. Yeah. Generates power, <laughs> not produce. You know, you understand producing eggs. That's acceptable because <laughs> chicken does not generate eggs. You understand? But that's what I was looking for. Now it generates power. So listen to this: that is available right inside of us. But you have to understand that we have we are in that in a, in our our place in Christ. So let me say it again. Our place in Christ gives us what? Authority to pray with what? Power. Tremendous power available, dynamic in His working. Listen to this, church. In other words, we are giving God something to work with for our nation. We are giving the Holy Spirit something to work with for the redemption of our nation, for the healing of our nation, for the deliverance of our nation from wickedness. So the church is not praying. That means this. The church is not giving God something to work with to deliver the nation. What did he say? He said this. In, in other words, he said this. I'm depending on you, church. To give me something to work with for the del- deliverance of our nation, of your nation. First Timothy chapter 2, verse 1 to 5. Verse one to five, verse one to six. I want to read from the the passion translation. The passion says this. Ah, oh, come on now. Most of all, I'm writing to encourage you to pray. With the gratitude to God. Thank you, Lord. Can we say it? Thank you, Lord, for our nation. Right there. Thank you, Lord, for our nation. Thank you, Amen. Thank you, Lord, for our nation. With the gratitude to God. Pray for all men. How many men? All men. Hmm. Now, now think in these terms. The devil cannot do his will without a man on earth. God cannot do his will without a man on earth. And Listen to what I'm about to tell you. So in praying for all men, we're actually shielding them from being used by the devil to do his will. That's why the one you consider is very wicked needs, to be, needs your prayers. Are you seeing that? Are you seeing that? Now, now look at this. Why do you say, Forgive your enemies and pray for them? Even those who persecute you. Who's behind the persecutions? The devil. So look at this. You are separating this person from wickedness. First by forgiveness. By forgiving, you're forgiving them. Now, you, you remember when, when Jesus said, uh, tell, told the paralytic that your sins are forgiven, and they wondered. And he said, don't you know that the Son of Man has power to forgive sin? He didn't say Son of God, remember? He said Son of Man. That's very critical. He's a man anointed by God. He has power to forgive sins. What did he say in, in, in John chapter 20? He said this, receive the Holy Spirit. Whoever sins you remit, I remit. What does he say? What was he saying? By the power of the Holy Spirit, men anointed by God have power to forgive sins. So when you pray for all men, we are separating them from being vessels of the enemy. And manipulated because the master manipulator is the devil. He knows how to. And I I, I think of this. I'm thinking, but I'm persuaded too. We pray too much just before the elections. And after the elections, we go to bed. And think things are going to work out by themselves. They won't. That man, the president and all men, the president is deputy, and all men, they need godly influence. Why? There are principalities and powers and rulers of wickedness that have vowed that they will not do the will of God. They will not do the will of God. But God now is saying this, I want my church to give me something to work with so that I can deliver their their nation from the wicked wicked from wickedness. We sleep after elections. And you think there are bigger things that happen after elections. There are positioning of posts, that are uh, positioning of people that are very important, strategic. That if we go to sleep, then there'll be that positioning by the will of man and not by the will of God. And it opens a door for many more, for chaos in our nation, which can come to nepotism, uh, corruption, agitation, anger. We've been sidelined and all that. Because after we voted, we saw the results. We said, Praise God, we can sleep now. Let's wait for 2027, 20, too late. Pray for all men. With all forms of prayers, and request as you intercede with what? Intense passion. And pray for every political leader. Or kings. And representative. Those are magistrates. Remember, God's speaking to the children of Israel, speaking to the king. But listen, what was so important the magistrates. The judicial system, because they're supposed to be just. And if our nation, we have so many people crying unto God, we invoke the curse. If we have widows crying, and we have orphans crying, and and we have all these injustices in the nation, it's never good for a nation. That's why it's so important to pray for the judicial system. The magistrates, bribes—such a—I uh, don't, don't know how to call them before God. Twisting justice through some bribes. Read the book of Proverbs concerning that. That's why, as a believer, you never allow yourself to be involved in any kind of bribe, no matter who stands before you. Say you have to get that man. I say you. You know that. I'm not going to give you that. I say, you have to. I say, I will I want. not You think you have breath, you, you have your own breath. You don't have it. I know the one who can take that breath away. And he's the one that I'm committed to honor. I pray for every political leader and representative so that we'd be able to live what? Tranquil, undisturbed lives, As we worship the awe-inspiring God with pure hearts, it is pleasing to our Savior God to pray for them. He longs for how many people? How many people? Everyone. Everyone. He longs for everyone to embrace his life and return, mark that word, return to the full knowledge of the truth. For God, listen to this, for God is one. And there's one mediator between God and the sons of men. The true man, Jesus, the anointed one. Look what God follows next. He gave himself as ransom payment for everyone. Now is the proper time for for God to give the world this witness. Who? Come on now. Now. He gave himself as ransom payment for everyone. Had they known, had the devil known, he could not crucify the Lord of glory. God gave the son. Remember, man legally actually had been put in, in into slavery by the devil. Legally. That was a transaction. It was a legal transaction from Adam to the devil, to Satan. It was a legal transaction, if I can use legal terms. Now, now man then actually was born a slave of the devil. The devil con- controlled him. Now God, through his wisdom, cut covenants with man. He cut a covenant with, the, with, the, with Abraham that made it possible for Jesus Christ to come. In other words, it made it possible for God to come on earth as a man devil didn't know that. Maybe he thought it was one of the prophets. He didn't know that. And then, now look at this. We've all been held by the devil, born sinners. Jesus said this in John chapter 8. Did you read John chapter 8 when I gave you the assignment on that Sunday? Okay, some few of you, okay. Read it. Because I may be going into it this coming Sunday. Now, in John chapter 8, he says, you are of your father the devil spiritually dead man, held captive by the devil. But listen to this. He was crucified. He paid the price for us. And he went to Hades, to hell, so that he can pay the price for us. The devil didn't know all that, what was happening. He thought, finally we have him in, in here forever. And listen to this. Remember Church, I don't know why I'm saying this, but let me see. Someone may have some life on realizing the authority. Remember this. God is just. The change of of authority from Adam to the devil was a legal transaction. uh, uh, Eve was deceived. Adam committed high treason. Do you have any, any, any law was, you know? but But anyway, it was legal. Now look at this. Therefore, God had to be just to the devil, to man, to himself, and pay the price completely, completely for man to be redeemed. And Jesus was that ransom payment. You know what ransom is? You know, you kidnap us the way they do, like, you know, they get, I saw a certain lady of the daughter was, daughter, the cousin uh, had been uh, kidnapped. And what were they asking for? Ransom for 250,000 each for the baby and the daughter and uh, the cousin. That's ransom payment. In other words, we are holding your kindred. We no longer use kindred, but you're holding your daughter. We are holding your, your cousin. Pay us 250000 for each one of them so that we can release your daughter to you, back to you and your cousin. So the devil actually was holding mankind. And Jesus came to pay the price in full Justly. It's a just God. Listen to this. When he had suffered enough in that hell, completely, God was just, could not twist the hand of the, the devil. He says, it's enough now. The price has already been paid. If that had not happened, the Son of God could not have been raised from the dead. But it was a legal transaction, completely destroyed the power of the enemy, and Jesus was raised up in, in essence. Listen to this. Even death, which came as a result of sin, could not hold him. Come on now. Do you know as you receive Christ, you've passed from death to life? This body will be destroyed one day, but listen to this. Death will not hold it forever because there will be the resurrection of the just. Hallelujah. Why is that so? Because the price has been paid. Same thing with your finances. The ransom price has been paid. Why do you allow your money to stay with the devil? Why are you allowing your health to stay with the devil? Why are you allowing anything to stay with the devil? He's staying with it illegally. That's now we have what? Authority. God says the world, the earth and all its fullness belongs to me. And let's look at this quickly. So then, having said all that, praying in the name of Jesus gives us what? Praying in the name of Jesus is a legal transaction. You, you see that? It's legal. It, it, it's legal to do that. Now, if you say in the name of Jesus, he knows that. This is the man Who paid the price. His name has authority and when his name is used, therefore I have to let go of what they are claiming to be theirs. Because they are, uh, listen this, disease on our bodies, poverty and lack and insufficiency and any rule of the enemy upon our lives is no longer legal, it's illegal. It was legal before the price was paid, but no more. No more. So we can start saying, I'm, I'm bored. Devil, I'm bored. Take your sickness. <laughs> I'm bored. I'm delivered. Take your sickness. away. Take your poverty. Don't bring that luck here. I hope you see what I'm saying. Let's go to 2 Corinthians 5 from the Passion Translation from verse 11. Passion translation, now, 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 now. You'll run up and down. But I'll have you now rest, okay? Then we'll continue, okay? (laughs) Now look at this. Let's start from verse 11. Since you are those who stand in holy awe of the Lord... It's only fear. We make it our passion to persuade others to turn to him. Why is that so? The price has been paid. We know that our lives are transparent before the God who knows us fully. And I hope that we are also well known to your consciences. verse 12. Again, we are not taking an opportunity to brag. Yes, so. I'm not just bragging. (laughs) But giving you information that will enable you to be proud of us. And to answer those who esteem outward appearance while overlooking what is in the heart. Remember, authority is right in there. Look at this. If we are out of our minds in a blissful, divine ecstasy, it is for God. But if you are on our right minds, it's for your benefit. For it is Christ's Love that fuels our passion. And holds at us tightly. Because we are convinced that he has given... Listen this. Because we are convinced that he has given his life for all of us. Ha, ha, ha. You haven't started running yet. You're about to... Don't, don't worry. This means... All died with him. So that those who live should no longer live self-absorbed lives, but lives that are poured out for him. The one who died for us, and now he lives again. But don't remember, he, we died in him. And we died with him because we are in him. Now look at this what follows next. So from now on, when we refuse, uh, from now on we refuse to evaluate people merely by their outward appearances. For that's how we, we once viewed the Anointed One, but we no longer, but no longer do we see him with limited human insight. Now look at this one, verse seventeen. Now, if anyone is enfolded into Christ, he has become an entirely new person. All that is related to the old order has vanished. Behold, everything is fresh and new. Oh behold, a new order has come. Woo! Hallelujah. And God has made all things new. All things new. Unreconciled. Do you see that reconcile? no. and reconciled now? Unreconciled. In other words, he has restored us to friendship with God. He has restored us to friendship with God. We were enemies of God. We are alienated or separated from his life. But now we have been restored as to friendship with God. And he says this, and reconciled us to himself and given us, the ministry of reconciling others to God. Can you see intercession there now? We have been reconciled into God. We are his friends. We've been brought into that friendship. Can I hide anything from Abraham? Abraham is known as a friend of God. So what was he doing in that Genesis chapter 18? He started intercity. Suppose you found such a number. Suppose you found such a number. Will you destroy the city because, of such, because if you found such and such a number? So in other words, we've been reconciled to God. Now, in other words, it was through, look, look at this in verse 19. In other words, it was through the anointed one that God was shepherding the world. Through the anointed one. Who's the anointed one? Who is the anointed one? Jesus. That he was shepherding the, shepherding the world. Not even keeping records of their transgressions. And he has entrusted us to us the ministry of opening the door of reconciliation to God. Hey. The door can open, we can open it through intercession. Yes. Praise God. Uh, let me teach you something. You see, a mindset. You had the, the, the iron sheets, it started raining. It's not like it became cold, but our head told us it's cold. <laughs> and Tracy. <laughs> And probably some of you did. Have you noticed when, when it's raining, the way people walk? Does that help? Don't ever do that. Don't ever do that. Have you noticed that? Has it ever helped? When starts raining, walk this way. Finish over here. You distract me. No, just kidding. Not even keeping records of their transgressions. Come on, look at this. The price has been paid, church. Let me tell you something. In other words, God is not mad at the world. God is not mad at the world. There's one enemy. He paid the price for mankind. But the church is supposed to open the door. And I believe the beginning of the opening of that door is through intercession. Because we are taking our authority in Christ and we are giving God or the Holy Spirit something to work with. Okay? Is, is that clear? All right, I didn't want to speak in Latin and you understanding in Arabic. I really want you to see this so that you can pray out of revelation. Now look at this then. It says this, that no, not even keeping records of their transgressions and has entrusted to us the ministry of opening the door of reconciliation to God. Who are those? Us. Just listen to this now. You're about to run, but hold, hold your peace. We are who? Oh, you know what that means? Listen to this. We are ambassadors of the anointed one who carry the message of Christ to the world as though God was tenderly pleading with them directly through our lips. Who are those ambassadors? Listen, to be ambassadors for Christ means that we are his diplomatic agents of the highest rank sent to represent King Jesus and authorized to speak on his behalf. Now, if that hasn't caught you yet, you have been rained on. No, just kidding. (laughs) Let me say it again, what that means to be ambassadors. To be ambassadors for Christ means that we are his diplomatic agents of the highest rank why would you say of the highest rank? Remember, his place became our place. He took our place by being made sin, And for doing that, by accepting him, we've taken his place. So we, according to Ephesians chapter 2 and other scriptures, we've been raised together with him. We have been made to sit together with him. At the right hand of the Father, far above all principalities and powers and dominion and might and every name that is named, not only this age, but also that is to come. We are now his voice on earth. Now listen to this. Of the highest rank, sent to represent King Jesus, and listen to what follows next, and authorized to speak on his behalf. What do ambassadors do? You speak on behalf, that's what I'm saying, praying in the name of Jesus is our legal transaction. And it has authority, and it has power. And releases the authority of Christ in the heavenly realm for the will of God to be done through us. Therefore, he says the highest rank sent to represent King Jesus and authorized to speak on his behalf. Listen to what follows next. We are the voice of heaven to the earth. Oh, come on, people. You know, saying, you know, I'm a little thing here, you know, no one knows me. That's not humility. That's not in, that's not in line with the authority that Christ has given to us. Now, it's not our authority. You understand? That's why Paul says if they, then they're a boasting, let it be of the Lord. We don't have any authority. We don't have our own armor. But we have been given freely because of the price that was paid. We are the voice of heaven to the earth. Invest and listen to this with royal power through the name of Jesus and authority of his blood. That name that name, that name, that name that is above every name, that name that is above every name, that, that they overcome the devil by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony, who love not their lives even to the death. I'm telling you, I'm speaking these words the devils know. You know what they want to do? That you never know. You can say, you know, a humble person. Who knows me anyway? No, that's not humility. <laughs> that's not humility according to the scriptures. Have people, people say in English that he came from a, a humble background. He's very humble. What does that mean? That they don't have anything. They are broke. That's not humility. Have you ever sent anyone 200 shillings? They say that you think I needed only 200. You think being without money is humility. Oh, (laughs) no. I'll say it again. To be ambassadors for Christ means that we are his diplomatic agents of the highest rank, sent to represent King Jesus and authorized to speak on his behalf. We are the voice of heaven to the earth, invested with royal power through the name of Jesus and authority of his blood. Hallelujah. In Matthew 16, 17. Listen to the Passion Translation still. Remember when, when, when uh, Peter said, when Jesus asked, who, who do men say that I am? And he said, he said uh, some said you're Elijah, some Jeremiah. Some say you're one of the prophets. But he says, who do you say that I am? And Peter said, you are the anointed one, the son of the living God. And Jesus replied, you are favored and privileged, Simon, son of Jonah. For you didn't discover this on your own by my Father in heaven, has supernaturally revealed it to you. I love that. (laughs) Supernaturally revealed it to you. I, I give you the name Peter Stone, and this rock will be the bedrock foundation of which I'll build my church, my legislative assembly. And the power of death, will not be able to overpower it. You know, people sometimes think like, oh, the church of Christ, oh, the church, what will happen, you know, the (laughs) church? Religion is not the church. Church is born again believers who are standing in righteousness. You understand that, oh, what will happen, maybe the church, hey, the church will remain significant if we understand our authority in Christ, we remain significant also. Oh, the church in Shakahola, that was not a church. Oh, a church in Tongaren, that's not a church. That's a maniac. That's not a church. That's not a church. Church of born-again people, living righteously for the Lord. That's not a church. Someone cannot say, oh, you know in the church about this shakahola. No, that's not the church. Or people, people ought to differentiate, but they don't know better because they're manipulated by the devil. Church, Christ-like. Christ doesn't lead people in starvation. No. He, gave, he came to give them life. For the starving, he gave them food. <laughs> Amen. For the thirsty, he gave them water. He doesn't starve them to death and kill them. No, that's not church. That's a certain crook somewhere else. You know, like there are many crooks. But listen to this. And the power of death will not be able to overpower it. Look at verse 19. I will give you the keys of heaven. I will give you the keys of heaven's kingdom. To forbid on earth That which is forbidden in heaven Because remember we are ambassadors We don't tell the heaven what to do We hear heaven and speak what the heaven says And that, that's, that's what has power You, you as a man don't have power if, Unless you've heard them from the Holy Ghost Remember this, in in John 16 from verse 13, He says concerning the Holy Spirit, he will take what is the spirit of truth, he will take what is mine, and he will disclose, he will reveal it to you. For what purpose? To speak. Let it be on earth as it is in heaven. How was that going to happen? Through the creative word of God. But the amazing thing is this, our citizenship is in heaven. And listen to this: Though we are walking in this flesh, we are heavenly citizens, because we've been raised up together with Him and be made to sit together with Him, far above all principality and power and dominion and might. And even He can say this in Hebrews 4:16: Come boldly to the throne of grace, that you may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Now, words, come from this to this realm. Hear my voice here, and say it or not. Don't pray. Don't try to, to pray earthly uh, wars to heaven. Get heavenly wars and speak to, the, to, them, to the, uh, this earth. Those have authority. And so listen to this. I will give you the keys. What are keys? Listen to what keys are, actually. The keys, remember, remember about uh, Jesus talking about he has the key of David? Oh, I'll read the other script. But the keys are symbols of authority and ruling power. They are symbols of authority and ruling power. That's what it is. How time do you have here? I think we have much time. Last, last one is Wednesday. How many are here last Wednesday? You finish at nine, so if you finish at nine fifteen it's okay. Oh, Miss Ruth, what are you looking at? Are oh, you didn't finish at nine? Ah, oh, okay. <laughs> that way was I good, I was going to Revelation. <laughs> Just a moment over here. Yeah, over here, Lord. Yeah, Revelation, Revelation one eighteen. He says, "It's I'm He who lives, and was dead, and I, I behold, and behold, I'm alive for evermore." Man, and I have the keys of what? Hades. And death. Amen. And listen to this in Revelation 3.7. It says this. And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia write. This thing says he who is holy. He who is true. Who has the key of David. And what happens. When he, when he opens. He, he who opens. And no one shuts. And shuts. And no one opens. Huh? I told you what those keys are. So those, those, are, those are symbols of authority and ruling power. Remember, remember the pres- presidents usually come to a place and they say, that's what? That is an executive order. And they sign those documents. Now they can be, uh, be bickering around there, but they, never change, they will not change that until someone comes in. Remember when the president came in, uh, he started giving executive order, canceling the previous regime and establishing his own. Why is that? His authority and ruling power. But it's in this, it will come in another president and realize, no, I didn't like what they did. So he starts now putting in his executive order. But the former president does, does not have any say, he's not ruling. Hey, but I'm telling you about Jesus. No one can revoke what he's already signed, it's forever. I so say, I have those keys, and no one will. I have the keys. I have authority and ruling power. That's the name. Hallelujah. That's the name that we can depend on. And then, then uh, in Matthew chapter 28, verse 18, did I finish reading that? Oh, yeah, legislating. Oh, yeah, let me, let me finish that in Matthew 16, 19. 16, 19. On us to pray. But look at this. I'll give you the key. So what is, what is that? Symbol of authority and ruling power. That's why you can say that the fech- the, fech- uh, the, the fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. That's what. It's dynamic in its working, making tremendous power available. If the kingdom of God was not the kingdom of power, there will be no power in your prayer. But because you are a citizen, you are a citizen of the kingdom of God, if you rely on that name, you rely on the power that is in the blood, you rely on what is already done for us, that power is released through you all the time when you start speaking in in his name. I'll give you the keys of heaven's kingdom, to forbid on earth that which is forbidden in heaven and to release on earth that which is released in heaven. And you still have people say it's a church. The church debating about LGBTQ. That's not the church. That's religion. Should we, should you, should you do what? We see his attitude. Now the, 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 the sinner's, the sinner's price has been paid. But if they refuse, the one who pay the price for them, they will burn in hell. There'll be sodomites, there'll be manslayers, and on and on and on. All of them, they'll 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 be in hell when they re- if they choose to refuse, the one who pay the price. So we're debating debating. I'll not de- debate anything about LGBTQ. I will not debate. What is your stand in this? My stand? My stand is that. That which is forbidden in heaven. And to release on earth, and I'll, I'll go to Romans chapter 1, it's so clear about that. What is it that we need, don't, we need to get confused about? Whether a person is born female or male? Doesn't need uh, you know, a test tube to, to, to tell if he's a boy or a girl, or blood test? Okay. Mama you know when you gave birth Are you confused <laughs> You went to the husband and said Is this a boy <laughs> Huh? You knew what to look at <laughs> and, and, and you didn't have You are not confused about it So what, what, where is the confusion coming from The master of deceit The devil Now then Matthew 26 So don't forget keys are symbols of what Authority and ruling power Matthew 28 verse 18 quickly. Just that one verse. Then Jesus came close to them after he's been raised from the dead. And what does he say? All authority has been given to me. Oh, no, that's, that's not what I'm looking for. I'm looking for the Passion Translation. He says, all authority of the universe has been given to me. And you know what that means? As the Father sent me, so do I send you. Now you go in that authority. You use my name. You stand in my blood. You speak as an ambassador of heaven and decree things on earth. The devil said, yeah, we know that authority. Finally, brethren, Ephesians 6, from the New King James Version. Finally, brethren, verse 10. Finally, my brethren. Search in TX. Oh, okay. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Not in your own power. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor. Of God, not your uniform. Hey, did, did, you, did, you, did you see that KDF and all those police, they don't buy their own uniform. They are clothed. Hey, we're clothed with this armor. Amen. Don't buy your uniform. Can you imagine one want police to buy their own uniform? We are, we have a big problem. <laughs> Put on the whole armor of God that we may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, That you may be able to withstand in the evil day, having done all to stand, stand, therefore having guarded your waist with truth, having put on the bracelet of righteousness. You sing not our own righteousness? Truth, righteousness, and having shown the feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith. With this, you will be able to quench all the fiery dust of the wicked one and take on the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. You see, that it has nothing to do with you, it has everything to do with what He paid the price for you to have. I'm telling you, in that we have that armor, we operate in it. Again, the devil cannot tell. Is that Martin? No, he cannot even tell because he can only see the name. They can only see the name. They can only see the blood. They can only see the person, Jesus. That man, we watched his video. I may have, if I continue this way next week, I may have to watch it again. It's 13 minutes. But he says this, when he came over there, he entered into the presence of God and he could see uh, this second heaven. And he says, he realized he'll open his mouth, but they are not his words. They are the words that are coming from the master. And when they came out of his mouth. Powerful. I'm telling you that is key to listen to the words of the master. Right in here. Lord tell me what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? And how do you know that the words of the master, this fruit in what you are doing? And he says this, praying always with all prayer and supplication of the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the sins. And for me, that utterance may be given to me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. What follows next? For which I am what? An ambassador in chains, that in it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Go to Ephesians 2 back then, Ephesians 2. Verse 6. Ah, let's start from verse. Ah, let's start from verse 1. I'll do it quickly. Amplified classic version. Ah, you can even stand up, ready. You know, when, you, when they, are, they pass out parade, they don't sit down the way you're seated. You understand that? Uh, they, they, so I'm, I'm coming with a charge. You have seen them come. Those swords, you know. And you are, yeah, 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 you're ready. You know, they don't see the way you're sitting. So stand up. Hallelujah. Amen. The Amplified Classic Version from verse 2. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. Are you seeing yourself already? Yes. So, I'm not going to pray, oh God, save our nation. Oh God, no, no. There's a place for that. Mm -hmm. You have intercession, that kind. But we need to rise up in authority and believe God to see and believe God for utterance. Look at the classic version and say, And you, He made alive. When you are dead, slain by your trespasses and sins. In which at what time you walked habitually, you are following the course and fashion of this world, or under the sway of the tendency of this present, present age, following the prince of the power of the air. You are obedient to under the control of the demon spirit that still constantly works in the sons of disobedience, the careless, the rebellious, and then believing, who go against the purposes of God. Among these... We as well as you once lived and conducted ourselves in the passions of our flesh. Our behavior governed by our corrupt and sensual nature. Mm -hmm. Obeying the impulses of the flesh and the thoughts of the mind. Our cravings dictated by our senses and our dark imaginings. We were then by nature children of God's wrath and heirs of his indignation like the rest of mankind. But God you're still standing right there like, like he does, he's not talking to you. <laughs> but God, so rich, is in his mercy because of and in order to satisfy the great and wonderful and intense love with which he loved us even when we were dead slain by our shortcomings and trespasses, he made us alive together in fellowship And in union with Christ. Listen to this. He gave us the very life of Christ himself. Amen. Amen. Woo! He gave us the very life of Christ himself. The same new life with which he quickened him. For it is by grace... His favor and mercy, which you did not deserve, that you are saved, delivered from judgment, and made partakers of Christ's salvation. Amen. And if that was not enough, just that one is powerful. But he didn't leave us there. He didn't leave us in the earthly realm. He raised us up together. With him and made us sit together, giving us joint sitting with him in the heavenly sphere by virtue of our being in Christ Jesus the Messiah, the anointed one. Amen. He did this that he might clearly demonstrate through the ages to come. Don't you think these are yeah. the immeasurable, limitless surpassing riches of his free grace, his merited favor, in his kindness and goodness of heart towards us in Christ Jesus. And you can go read that to home. (laughs) (laughs) That's what he's done for us. So I want us to pray for our nation. Just to flow, to listen. Remember, listen to this. I've spoken all those words by the Spirit to stir your inner being. Your inner man. But look at this. Now you have to listen to the words of the master concerning one issue. Don't pray from earth to heaven. Pray from heaven to earth. And listen, listen what I've just said. Don't pray from heaven to earth. Pray from the heavenly realm to earth. Uh, sorry. Don't pray from, from the earth. earth to heaven. Pray from the heavenly realm to they are. And from that realm, usually, listen to what I'm saying. It's a command. Because he is the king of kings. He does not suggest. I'm suggesting. Which king suggests?
1: <laughs>
0: kings don't suggest, kings decree. Oh, come on. Proverbs 18. Cook. Over here, and then the the the, the, the verse. Ooh, Look <laughs> Just ah, uh, where is that now? Hmm. All right. Come on now, Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have it. Yeah, verse 15. Starting from verse 14, wisdom says this: counsel is mine. And sound wisdom. I'm understanding. I have strength. Do you know that is Christ actually in, in, in Proverbs chapter 8? And he says this. By me kings reign and rulers decree justice. They decree. Let's deal with the devil. And from that, and Father... To be free and pray in the Holy Ghost and listen to the Please do listen to the Lord. There's grace already here. For you, if you had come feeling like weak and feel like what am I going to do? There's grace here. There's an anointing. There's a kingdom authority here. So Father, in the name of Jesus, lift up our hands. What a privilege and honor. That man, mortal beings in the flesh, yet eternal, beings because of Christ our Redeemer who is in us. Thank you for our nation. Thank you for the utterance of your spirit concerning our nation. We decree justice in the realm of the spirit and plead the blood of Jesus of our nation and speak divine order of our nation and we thank you Father for utterance of your spirit this evening. Yede ambranda go ahead and pray. Just go ahead and get into it. Shabraman grace in the bakas. Kada bakas de meh shi Come over here, Miss Ruth, because shi debara damagasa. Toke shi de bakas shi de. Yengi na Kiki mandasa. Anga galara damang grow shi de bakas na. Soheli karene mang grace shi de bakas Oh, thank you,
1: Jesus. Thank Thank you, thank you, our Father. Tonight, we join our faith together concerning the destiny of the nation of Kenya. Our God, we come before the great God. There is none before you. There is none above you, Lord. In fact, you do not contend with the kingdoms of this earth because you are above them all. So tonight, oh Lord God, we made utterances, utterances of faith, contending for the destiny of this nation. This is what your word says, oh God, that the righteousness of faith speaks. And this is our declarations tonight by faith we are declaring this nation is peaceful. We declare in the name of Jesus that your will is being done over the nation of Kenya. The graces of our God are being arrayed across this nation from the north to the south, from the east to the west, and all around the central region. The power of the blood is in operation. So tonight by faith we intercept the the deceptor, we intercept the disruptor, we intercept the kingdoms of this world, the strategies of the of, of the uh, kingdom of darkness to destroy the honor and the order of God in this nation. We curtail your plans in the authority of the word of God, we stand our position tonight, we are seated together with Christ, therefore our declarations tonight are taking root, they are gaining root, they are gaining depth in the name of Jesus, so we declare tonight, oh God, every alliance that is of evil against this nation is uprooted by the blood of Jesus, your word to us in Psalms to to Why do the nations rage and the people plot a vain plot? So we declare every plot against this nation. It is null and void. It is null and void. This nation is not on sale. In the name of Jesus, we declare the power of the blood in the authority of the word of God. For you say that you uphold all things by the word of your power. So we release the word of God over this nation and we declare there is peace in the nation. There is tranquility in the nation. There is purpose in the nation. In the nation of Kenya, we declare righteousness. For your word says that righteousness exalts a nation and sin is a reproach unto any people. So tonight in the authority of the word of God, we root out out weakness. Every level of corruption. Oh Lord, tonight in the in the name of Jesus, we are releasing the word of God. We are releasing the word of God. For you say that the path of the righteous is that can light that shines brighter and brighter. So we are speaking light over this nation. You, are Kenya, you are bright. You receive the word of God. You hear the voice of God. There is angelic ministry, ministering the word of God and delivering more Lord God, the nation from the hands of the evil men and women who are bent for their own desire. Tonight, in the name of Jesus, we release the anointing for you told us that it's the anointing that breaks the yoke tonight your anointing oh Lord our God may it permeate this nation may it permeate the executive arm of the nation may it go forth into the judiciary in the name of Jesus the word of God says that remove the wicked from before the king that his throne may be established we are establishing the throne of this president on the authority of the word of God. He was appointed to represent the nation of Kenya. Therefore tonight we anoint you Mr. President to speak on behalf of the nation, to fight for the weak and the the needy. And therefore in the name of Jesus tonight we are releasing the anointing and the power the diplomatic power that you have given unto to us tonight we use it we use our elements of the authority to declare that in the presence of the president there is righteousness there is righteousness there is wisdom oh Lord our god we call for wise men and wise women to be appointed in possessions of authority to establish the rule of the king of over this nation our father tonight We enthroned you, we enthroned you as our king, as our judge and as our our lawgiver, And therefore, we declare that Kenya is on the right trajectory. In the name of Jesus, Kenya is moving forward. Kenya is is becoming a ship nation. In the name of Jesus, we declare Kenya shall not go under. In the authority of the word of God, it will not be subdivided. It will not be sold to foreigners. In the name of Jesus, we declare, O oh Lord our God, an end to the contention over the land of Kenya. Kenya is for Kenyans. Kenya is for God. Kenya, you are for God. Kenya, you are for God. You are a carrier of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And therefore, tonight, in the authority of the word, we establish structures of righteousness right from the family, oh Lord our God, to the institution, to the judiciary, to the executive, the Kenya, you are established in righteousness. And therefore, every structure that is not of God, we melt you tonight. We rule you out tonight. We pull you down tonight. Every tree that the Father has not planted in this nation, any structure that is anti-God, whether it's from Homeborn or it comes from foreign land. We diminish your power and we release you out of the nation of Kenya. We establish the power of the word of God in the nation of Kenya because the blood of Jesus speaks louder than any other blood. There is no shedding of blood over the nation of Kenya. There is no political rivalry that is worth the blood of any individual in this nation. Therefore, we are lifting up the blood of the Son. Safe. they safety There shall be no end. The kingdom of our God perpetuates forever, because it cannot be contended by the kingdoms of this world. Therefore tonight we declare, that which you demarcated Kenya for, it is becoming forth in the name of Jesus. And therefore tonight we agree together, The joy of the Lord is the portion of this nation. The peace of the Lord is reigning in this nation. The tranquility that comes from the fear of the the Lord is under guarding this nation. It doesn't matter the contention. Kenya is standing strong economically, politically, and especially spiritually. We are not of the testament of cults in the nation of Kenya. The true church of Jesus Christ is reigning in this nation. And your name and your word is highly esteemed. And therefore we declare tonight, your kingdom come. Your will be done in Kenya, even as heaven has declared. And we thank you for answering our prayers tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you,
0: Father. Father, we do thank you and we praise you. Just lift your hands to him. Thank you, Lord. Father, your word says, righteousness exalts a nation. A sin is a reproach to any nation. And we lift up that name of Jesus. You said whoever sins you remit, they remitted. And by the authority of God's word, we remit the sins of men in this nation. The violation of your word, the violation of the kingdom of God, we remit the sins of our nation by the authority of that name of Jesus. Devil, you have no place in our nation. We bind your work. We bind your strategies. You don't hold the destiny of our nation. Therefore, by the authority of God's word, we root out. We pull down. We destroy and throw down the kingdom of darkness. All Assignments Of the kingdom of darkness Concerning our nation Concerning the president Concerning all Those in authority We root you out We pull you down We destroy and throw it down And we build And plant The kingdom of God We build We build and plant God's kingdom of our nation. And again we plead the blood of our nation. We plead the blood over the president. Over the judicial system. We plead the blood of Jesus Christ. We plead the blood of our nation. Concerning decisions that have been made for our nation. We stand against the will of the enemy by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. Our testimony is righteousness in our nation. Righteousness in our nation. Father, we ask you for the outpouring of your spirit over this nation. That will confuse the plots of the wicked one that will confuse the plans of the wicked one concerning the future of this nation. Father, we thank you for your mercy and your grace of our nation. And I thank you, Father, for your people gathered here this night. I plead the blood of Jesus over them. As even you prepare to go to our dwelling places, thank you for the precious blood. Thank you, Father, for answers to questions. I release faith for mercy to be released in the homes of these people. Your grace, supernatural provision of God. I decree supernatural provision in the name of Jesus. Take authority over cycles of defeat, cycles of insufficiency, I break your power in the name of Jesus. Thank you for ministering spirits, angels, sent forth to minister to your people and for the saints, to minister for the saints. And Father, we lift our seats this evening to our high priest Jesus, the high priest of our confession. We proclaim you're the one who gives us power to get wealth that you may establish the covenant That's a covenant of wealth the covenant of prosperity the covenant of health and healing thank you for every gift that we offer to you we honor our God we thank him for his voice this evening we thank you for his voice in our day to day activities we thank you for his voice even while you rest we thank you for the leading and the guidance of your spirit father we praise you and honor you in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen.